Welcome back to It's a Date, the podcast part two for episode six, How Important are First Impressions. Uh, I'm the creator of It's a Date and I'm with the star of that episode, one of the stars, Ryan Shelton. Thanks, Pete. Good job, Chelsea. That's unnecessary, but expected. How much fun did you have dressing up as a fireman and sitting on uh, Sophie Lowe's lap? I, you know what? That was interesting, that whole sequence, because, well, yeah, short answer, yes. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, but because when we acted that out, that was, for, as far as I could tell, that wasn't, I, I wasn't expecting that was going to be like a montage, like it was cut. Right. I think it worked really well as a montage because yeah. there were some really funny little moments that probably are best left to the imagination of what's actually happening yeah. and what was actually happening. So, so that was interesting. That was one of the things where I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, that's not how I was expecting it. Right. But I, I thought that was a great way to, to cut it. Yeah. I enjoyed your Steve Jobs work. Um, I enjoyed the creepy massage guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got to discuss how creepy that should be. Like, there's often the, the guys who gets around the, the, an office space and massages, mm. gives out free massages. And sometimes it can be creepy. And sometimes yeah, yeah. it's just like, you know, a guy doing a nice thing. We used to have a, I used to go to high school with a guy who very, very smartly got his massage license. <laughs> oh, wow. And he was, and there was one point I remember being, at, where I was in like the school play, and he was massaging one of the girls just in rehearsals and massaging her thighs <laughs> oh no and because he had this thing right he had he's like yeah wow do what he wants he could go he, he had he had to go to no man's land well but professionally it professionally was professional. he's, got, he's got he's got a certificate from office of the internet <laughs> yeah well played sir yeah well played no that was that was a that was really fun the office stuff was really was really fun and I think that that scene in particular, actually, where Sophie Lowe uh, delivers her presentation. Yes. That that's that scene in particular, I was. So, would you want to talk about who was originally cast? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So, the the the, uh, the way we did the, the episodes for those who haven't been listening to the podcast is we got the actors in before we started writing their date. So, uh, two actors on the dates would come in. We would discuss the idea with them. They would have as much input as they would like. Usually, they would spend three to four hours with us chatting through the idea. Um, so, on this and. I on this episode, overall, we have three actors who had to pull out because of scheduling, and two of them happen to be in this episode. Um, I don't think it's any disrespect aimed towards Ryan Shelton or Jess Harris. But the uh, originally Claudia O'Doherty, fantastic uh, comedian, was going to be uh, on your date. She came with the workshops. Yep. And w- the reason I wanted to mention it here was just to give them uh, their, their due um, because they were, you know, they, they gave creative contributions to the script, ideas, suggestions um, that ended up in there. So, like, the idea, like, for those who've seen Claudia's stuff, when Sophie's doing the presentation, that was kind of, you know, very kind of, her festival show was, there's a lot of PowerPoint presentations that she, she plays really, you know, well in that world it's very much yeah I mean that's very much that's her style that kind of like faux presenting and kind of like you know all confidence and no knowledge kind of yes kind of and thing. Sophie did a, such an amazing job because we thought we can't replace Claudia is such a, a, a unique performer it's going to be hard just to go to another comedian and say can you just do Claudia Doherty please mm. so we thought we'd need that's what we, we thought we'd really need an actor with really great acting chops to uh, get this across and mm. do it well and, and not try to come to this find a next or another Claudio Doherty because there isn't one 
So Sophie came on board and just was amazing. And I think when she delivers that monologue, um, that really long monologue when she thinks you're about to say I love you, but I think an actor, I know you're talking about the, the, the actors who came on gave it that depth, I think that's what's the benefit of having Sophie on mm. gave us because she nailed that. And what I wanted to say about that monologue as well with the writing, a lot of people might go, yeah, I can imagine Pete writing that line about the erection and the conga line. That was all Jess Harris. That was all, uh, <laughs> Jess came up with that line verbatim. I think we all kind of had to go up the, the, the speech, and, you know, we both had to go up the speech and then, and then getting bits and pieces in there. But um, the uh, erection on, on the hip and the conga line was, was, was Jess's. And for some reason, the the um, the foil, um, the pasta bake always, when you try to reheat, you break the microwave by reheating oh, pasta yeah. bake, makes me laugh a lot too. Yeah, but right. Sophie, she delivers it with so much heart and, and truth that it's amazing. Um, the other actor on the other side of the date, Dan Wiley stepped in for another performer who we love and is extremely, well, unique, is Sam Simmons. And, and Sam, uh, made a lot of great contributions. I know the idea of when Jess is talking about the uh, mum returning jeans, that was kind of based on something Sam had said about that he'd been on where like it was so boring that eventually somebody said, so did you, Sam had to say, so eventually did you cancel Foxtel or not? That was, <laughs> that was like the line. And we changed it to um, that returning jeans. But Sam was great in, in workshop. Had to, uh, there was some stuff happening in the US for him. He, you know, we, he, he apologized and had to, he went and did that um, with our blessing. And, but we were like, shitting ourselves because had he replaced Sam Simmons, again, we couldn't just think, go and grab another comedian. So we, we thought, who's a bit loose and crazy and dangerous? That's a dangerous kind of thing going on. And Dan Wiley came on and headed out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. I think it was kind of while there would have it would have been great with Claudia and Sam. I think there were lots of benefits about having about that change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, and yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, series uh, two we can uh, work those guys uh, maybe again. But it, yeah, I want to lock them down because they are unique performers and they're hard to replace. So you'd yeah. have to have more of an ironclad thing in the yeah. uh, in the old contract. Um, so uh, what do we else do we want to uh, cover off? Here, you were great. Thanks, Pete. You were great. We can we can expand on that if you want. (gasps) Well, you you again, and you ad libbed a bit as well. So not only was the script a bit long. you made it uh, longer and editing a bit of a challenge uh, by yeah. ad-libbing a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't really usually do that. I'm not really a big ad-libber at all. It, it was it was a script that it lended itself to a bit of that as well. Well, the character he just doesn't shut up, so yeah. that kind of I guess some, sometimes to make it a little bit more believable, you just got to run your mouth and hopefully something comes out at the end. He was one of those characters that often we would say probably to you and and to Laura producer. Jonathan, the director, like, are there guys like this? Like, are there? I wonder if there are guys like this. Mm. And then I remember you ringing me up one day and saying, oh, yeah. oh my God, I just sat next to the oh, character. That was unbelievable. It was, that was like, it was pretty much just after we'd finished doing some writing. We'd already spoken about yeah, the Yeah, just before you had actually, it was, it was really nice actually to kind of go, okay, cool, we've hit on something here. Yeah, it was this guy, I was in a, in a cafe, a guy sat next to me on the next table and struck up a conversation with me and I was on my computer, I was working on my computer, so I was quite clearly in work mode and he just wouldn't shut up about all this stuff he was doing. And I have no idea why he was sharing it with me, but it was really bizarre stuff, really like weird information he was giving me about the work he does and the people he deals with. And then, like my character Ben would do, he then takes small little things and then use that as like this total tangent 
about something completely different. So like he'll, he'll, he was talking about how he does some work in LA. He said, you know, I go to, you know, I go to LA, you know, probably six months a year and do some work there. It's great, you know, great, great city, LA, like amazing. I mean, sure, the traffic's a little bit tough, but the weather's fantastic. <laughs> so he's like, I'm sitting there, I've never met this guy, and he just would not shut up. But that was it was great in the fact because once I realised he was that guy, I was locked onto him because I just it was complete character research. Yeah, accidental yeah. character research. Yeah. It was, it was. I remember getting that phone call and being very happy. And I do. Uh, one of my favourite scenes in the entire series involving you is the bending, the attempting bending of the fork. Which in one of the earlier edits, uh, it was much shorter and it didn't, didn't, you know, read as funny. But we, um, we, we committed to, you know, having that on for as long as we could. Um, okay. And I think, <laughs> I think you're really going for it. Yeah, I was really trying to bend that. Yeah. And I, the idea of the list uh, that Sophie has was an idea that I think I reckon when we were really mapping out this different dates I really wanted the idea of the list being in there like um, I think with the humour episode with the 16 year old ringing up um, uh, the girl that he likes we asked her on a date he was going to have a list and I think think we took it out um, yeah because I thought not everybody can have a list but I love the idea of a list of like this refresher notes on well it's date. interesting because in, in also in the episode that I helped you write mm. um, uh, Denise Scott's character has like a list of, of yes, questions questions yes which is an, another list there's a few there's a couple of lists in there, which is, yeah. I guess, a, an accidental thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I think with, it's Denise's, which is a question that she wants to ask. And I think we took it out of the other one because we we, had, we, we just thought, well, we'll decide whether to have it in. We mm. kind of, you know, it's either one or the other. And I think I like the idea that, because it kind of plays a part. The other was just like a little detail. Because when I used to call up girls in my bedroom, I would have a list of conversation topics. I'd done stand up about this and, and, um, yeah. and go through them all and, and get through them really quickly. And two minutes in, to be struggling. <laughs> um, but I thought this had a little payoff where Sophie leaves the, the list behind and you pick it up. And that's touching. Uh, yeah, it's all the touching yeah, and I think one of the early edits of the of the script had had you had a lot less of Sophie, like had like you talking a lot, and you just felt sorry for Sophie, and um, and then we kind of did like a little re-edit. It was really interesting, actually. We had more of Sophie looking a little bit kind of a bit crazier, like a little bit more kind of. So it just felt a little bit too one-sided, and I think when we kind of balanced up the edit, it kind of made like yeah, she's not quite all there, you know, like you're not yeah, really yeah. sure who dodged the bullet as much. I think she dodged probably a bigger bullet oh, than you did. I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But there's still an element of like, I think, it's interesting, some people have read it in a way that they think if you both had, a, if you had a shut up and listened, you know, and, and actually engaged, and if she maybe hadn't been so kind of eager to please, could possibly have met in the middle and actually been okay, you know, yeah. right together. But that, that that's assuming that the Ben character is... Yeah, has another, has another switch. Yeah, and it has like half, if not a third, of the narcissism mm. and self-involvement that is running through his veins. Yeah, yeah, that's true. One thing I want to point out about the, the other day is when Dan Wiley's character falls over. That was something that happened to my wife on a date she went on. She went on a date with a guy and, oh, he, that's fe- right. and he fell over. Yeah. And because uh, a few people said, oh, so I don't quite get the falling out. Like, this is on the script stage. Like, why is that a thing? And I said, oh, trust me, it's a thing. You know, like, it happened to my wife. The guy fell over. And it wasn't kind of working out anyway. Way, but that was like the thing that sealed the deal for everyone. Uh, this guy's clumsy. He's a bit clumsy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Jess was great. I just completely got it, and like it was it was it was nice to have that kind of uh, moment in there. Yeah. And great. and the the, the the fighting in the at the front and the and the you hitting yourself that was actually Sam Simmons' idea. Like Sam really Sam was really keen on that. It was a bit of a weird one because you kind of yeah you don't want to go too far down the track of violence. <laughs> <laughs> 
you yeah. know, and the, a man fighting a woman on the street. But, yeah, but at, at the same time, though, I know Jess very well, and I know that she's got the upper hand in that fight. Yes, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and it was all, like, that was, yeah, we, we, you know, uh, I think having Jess on and she, her being so, you know, strong, you know, in, in, in every way um, helped, I think. I think if you had the wrong person, you might, you might have shirked at it. But, uh, no, it was uh, lovely, um, and, uh, no, really, really, I think a really funny episode and with uh, great performances again. Well, it was very, very well written to start with it was a lot of fun I had a bloody ball doing that and you got to order off sneakers got to order off some sneakers all the all the stuff it makes me laugh the idea of you sending a, a JPEG to the kitchen and PDF a, mate a PDF sorry a PDF yeah. ooh yeah do um, not get your file types wrong <laughs> oh no what a way to end on um, but thank you thank you Rob for joining us again for another It's A Day podcast thank you for having me it was a pleasure next week uh, is an episode uh, that I directed it's a uh, should you have sex on a first date and uh, we finally see for those who have been paying attention uh, the pig who is uh, works at Thunder FM with Twatsy and the pig um, a character that we kind of <laughs> developed in the pilot yep. stage yep. the idea of uh, Twatsy and the pig and that made us laugh a lot for a, a while uh, played by Lawrence Mooney well there's a few twists and turns so I might just leave it there uh, and also Ron Jacobson as seen uh, on Kenny playing Kenny's dad yep. and in real life Shane Jacobson's father um, on a date with the lovely Jackie Callagher um, and there are some lovely lovely cameos uh, to look out for in that episode um, I'm sure we need to mention anyone uh, from this uh, date it was all pretty pretty much two-handers pretty I, much um, I think uh, I, I'll pick up anyone I miss out on next week but thank you very much it's a date 9 o'clock ABC One, two episodes ago. It's a cracker next week. Enjoy it. Ryan Shelton, thanks for your time. Thanks, Pete Hellier.